0: I'm A. gun with the
1: four the Gators. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Just as, I was just checking to see if you were listening. <laughs> From destro Louisiana. Hold on a second. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm having a press conference, okay? Thank you. Momentum, excitement, energy. You know, I mean, they say all this stuff, and you know
0: what they mean, but, you, you know, it doesn't describe what you mean. I mean, it's just sort of out there. You got barbecue back there?
1: My I was just worried about, you know, listening to, you know, all, all your guys' rap poison.
0: Welcome to Sideline Judgment. Here are your hosts, Sergio and Tyler.
1: Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. Unfortunately... This is uh, yet another split episode between Tyler and I. Uh, This is our brief Natty recap. We will talk about the national championship game, the two of us, uh, in a later date, probably next week. But right now, Tyler is working on one of his many, many, many redacteds. Um, And so, uh, yeah, you know, he has to put that work in and and, and do what he's doing. So we are giving you a short, um, but a brief and short, I should say uh national championship review let's get right into it here um number one georgia bulldogs 65 the number three ranked tcu horn frogs aka the hypno seven um this game was over in about 15 to 20 minutes after it started uh really wasn't much to talk about here georgia winning back-to-back national championships for the first time since alabama did in 2011 and 2012 um, they are now, I think, the third team to do so in the new century, joining that Alabama back-to-back teams, and the USC teams from, I think, 03, 04, or 02, 03. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, they uh, win back-to-back national championships. Uh, this was a domination from the very beginning. TCU could not get um, they could not get behind early, and that's exactly what they did, and they just could not catch up with Georgia um they just have the better athletes man like look at how georgia has been recruiting these past three four five six years kirby smart is firing on all cylinders i don't know if you guys heard the kirby smart uh, audio from the locker room before the game but man even i wanted to run through a wall for kirby smart and i as a florida fan detest that program from a fan perspective i can clearly appreciate what they're doing from a analyst perspective but man they were just ready to go uh i, I will say hats off to kirby smart and the georgia team for getting their players to believe that like the media was against them. That's the kind of things you have to do in order to maintain and be successful for such a long time at the top in a sport like college football. Because none of us thought you were going six and six, Kirby. (laughs) None of us thought that we all clearly saw the Georgia Bulldogs as the best team in the country for the entire season. Um, It was kind of a cool bookend, too, where the beginning of the year, you get this absolute demolishing of Oregon and the neutral site came to start the season. And at the end of the season, you just get a demolishing of TCU. Um, Yeah, they really couldn't get anything. TCU was uh, TCU could not do the same thing that they did to Michigan Um, and Georgia's defense came to play. Georgia's offense just meticulously cut up the TCU defense, destroyed that three, three, five hats off to Stetson Bennett. For going now, going down as definitely the best quarterback in Georgia history, and rivaling failed Republican Senate um, nominee Herschel Walker as the best player in Georgia history. Like, man, hats off to him. He's going to do a lot. We we are definitely eating our words on Stetson Bennett, Tyler, and I are. So, hats off to him. Uh, I will say that I don't think that this is a like a playoff narrative. Listen, there's always going to be a worst team in a group of playoff teams. So there's four teams, eight teams, 12 teams, 16 teams. There's always a worst, right? And I think this just shows how good Georgia is compared to everyone else. You look at the Ohio State game, and you know they're a field goal away. And as someone who said, I thought Ohio State was the best team in the country for most of the season, I was almost proven right. Um, it seemed like Ohio State was able to compete, but you got to win the games. You know, I don't want to hear from Michigan fans about, oh, we would have put up more of a fight. Yeah, well, we saw what happened last year when Georgia had a better defense and they were they they shut you down in the Orange Bowl in the semis. And I don't know, maybe beat TCU and we would have found out. Maybe don't throw two pick sixes, J.J. McCarthy. You know, maybe don't run a fake at the goal line. I get a lot of things happened in that game. We talked about it last week. You can go back to that episode and listen. But I don't I don't really care for those complaints. Tyler and I say it all the time. You cannot cannot let the game be put in the hands of the officials. You can't. You can't let it happen. You, you cannot do that. That is on you for allowing the game to be decided by the referees. Sorry, Michigan fans. That's just how we feel. Um, again, congrats to Georgia. Back-to-back national championships. Ooh, it's going to be a uh, a difficult SEC East for the next few years, I will say that. Um, our bowl season recap. Congratulations to champion of the bowl pick-and-pool, friend of the pod, Ryan Urquhart, He will be coming on the podcast at some point in the offseason, and we'll be having an episode entirely dedicated to him. He decides what we talk about, whatever it is that we can do. Uh, I also owe my stepdad, Raul, an episode that should be coming up in the next um, month and a half or so. I also owe an episode to my girlfriend, Alexa. They both tied last season. They will be getting episodes this offseason. The Alexa one will be coming in a few months. She's got some personal stuff she's dealing with. Um and uh, some studying to do, so happy for her and and, and uh, very proud of her. And Raul will be coming on in the relatively near future. Uh, next week's episode, we don't know what we're doing yet. I have to kind of sit down with Tyler and hash out a little, little behind-the-scenes here, podcast business, but we have to kind of hash out what we're going to do, what episodes we're going to do, our, our structure. we got the draft coming up, so a lot of things that we have to kind of decide what we're going to do. Keep an eye out on our Twitter account at SJ underscore podcast. That is where we will be announcing what we will be doing next week. Um, This episode is coming out on Thursday, January 12th in the afternoon. Um, So keep an eye posted maybe Friday, January 13th. Oh, Friday 13th. I'll be announcing. uh, I'll I'll talk to Tyler and maybe at some point this weekend we'll announce. So um, make sure you keep an eye on that. You are now going to hear from Tyler on his thoughts of what happened in the national championship game but before you do that i just want to let everyone know that the nfl playoff picture is locked in and my go-to place for wild card round action it's DraftKings sportsbook it's an official sports betting partner of the nfl and to kick off the road to super bowl 57 man we're doing 57 super bowls Jeez, the dolphins can't win one in 50 years ah new customers can bet just five dollars and get 200 in free bets instantly Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. You can place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you will get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good. Why bet the NFL playoffs anywhere else? Um, Listen, if I was in a state where I could legally do some betting, allegedly – um i would uh, not be betting my beloved miami dolphins but i would be betting on tyler's beloved jacksonville jaguars they host a playoff game saturday night against the la chargers at home you guys saw how that crowd was this past week in the in the game against tennessee to decide the afc south that is that crowd it looked like the swamp was in jacksonville seriously man that crowd was bumping and jumping i love to see it happen i would be betting on jacksonville jaguars in that case I won't be betting on the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson at quarterback, but that is another conversation for another day. You can go ahead and use DraftKings Sportsbook as your official NFL betting. Uh, they are an official sports betting partner of the NFL, I should say. Download the DraftKings Sportsbooks app and use code TPPN. That is TPPN, stands for The Pigskin Podcast Network. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbooks with Code T-P-P-N. Minimum age and elibi- eligibility restrictions apply. You can see the show notes for details. And now without further ado, I will bring in my brother in Christ, my friend in my play, fellow NFL team in the playoff buddy, our good friend, Tyler K. Williams.
0: Thank you, Sergio. Yes, unfortunately, we will have to be recording this part separately because, yeah, this one's my fault. I am working on redacted, who cares at this point?, but uh having a big week, um, lots of stuff going on. Unfortunately, my schedule's really tight, so I had to squeeze this in. Fortunately, we'll not be able to meet in person, and that's okay though, because there's just so much to talk about in the national championship that we just watched, all right. You know, uh Georgia rolls. Um Georgia, number one, Georgia 65, number three, TCU seven. Um, okay. Oh, how do I digest this as a Florida fan? Um Checking the hat at the door, Georgia, back-to-back national champion, champions by a walk-on quarterback. Kirby Smart, take about one of the best jobs, coaching jobs in the country, one of the best coaches in the country. I still think Kirby, in like close-game situations, has made some questionable decisions over the years, but guess what? They're not in close-game situations that often, because Kirby Smart is so good at recruiting and so good at using his recruits and his monsters that... That, that doesn't matter. I mean, TCU is a good team and I don't want to hear this like my opinion on TCU has not really changed. I hate seeing people saying like, "Oh, TCU um, should never have been in um Alabama would have beaten these teams." Well, Alabama you should have lost two. You shouldn't have lost two games then if you're really so good. And also TCU beat Michigan. I hate that. I also hate that I keep hearing the thing being like, "Wow, um Michigan really ruined this for us." I'm like, "Do you honestly fervently believe Michigan would have been any better in this situation?" Any at all because I don't. Um, but yeah, TCU is in a great team, I think deserving of the top four teams in the country. And they didn't stand a chance against Georgia. And that's, I don't think that's because TCU is not as good as we thought. I think Georgia is just that good. They had the matchups, They everywhere, um, Roger Sherman had a very funny tweet that said something along the lines of, it seems to be that Georgia's um, advantage is that they are bigger, faster, and stronger than every TCU player. And I'm curious to see how TCU will adjust for that in the second half. And ultimately, it's played for comedy, but that's really, that's what happened. Um, TCU, as great as they are, not anywhere close to Georgia's level of athlete. And maybe the superpower that Kirby Smart has had is that all of these Georgia athletes were coming around saying they thought we was gonna be six and six and seven and five. And I'm I'm sorry, but absolutely like even me, us here on this podcast, fervent Georgia I don't wanna say haters, but we are fervently apprehensive towards our rival team. We didn't even think that, that could was achievable. Like like the baseline talent's roster is ten wins at the minimum. And Kirby Smart is way better than that. Um, but you know, that's a superpower. He got he was able to get all of his players to believe that nonsense. And part of that is the reason they won a championship. Now I don't want to take anything away from TCU. They they sh- they thoroughly got outclassed, but um again, I think it's more a statement on how good Georgia really is and how much Longer we're gonna to have to deal with this, um, because Charlie not ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, but TCU won an amazing season. I feel feel really bad for Max Duggan and Sonny Dykes, and well, Max Duggan, Max Duggan specifically, because Stetson Bennett the fourth got such a storybook moment in his career, and that is really truly great for him. And it kind of sucks that Max Duggan does not get that storybook moment. But that's the way it works. That's how it happens. And yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for 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 a good twenty to thirty minutes, this game seemed at least a little competitive. Georgia looked better, but they looked like they were also getting breaks. They were forcing turnovers. They were scoring touchdowns. Then TCU hits that big play. They get in there. They get into the end zone, and you're like, okay, TCU might have a shot. Uh, they could get back into this thing. And then it just absolutely terrible situation situations in the half um Georgia comes out and stomps the rest of the game Georgia now breaking uh the record for most points scored by one team in an Natty game the record was held by Nebraska when they beat Florida in a de facto national championship game back in 1996 so yeah great that that record that was against the Gators was broken but um not great that Georgia holds it now and there's back-to-back national championships um great time to be a Florida Gator in my opinion but enough of that um Additionally, they had, I think, the highest point total ever in a national championship game. I could be wrong about that. But, yeah, um, absolute domination. I mean, this is George, George is the cream of the crop. They are the best, and they've been the best for two seasons. They were the best last season, although it was, like, debatable because Alabama still gave them a good game. They are so clearly, in a way, the best team in the country this year. And, I mean, the, the, true, the true situation is, and I said it kind of last week, that Todd Munkin— Getting hired by Georgia was probably one of the best moves that Kirby Smart ever did. Got got his offense out of the mud. Um, we'll see. Quarterback's gonna be a big question for them. Cause Stetson Bennett, as much as he's not gonna be picked high in the draft, he he's a gamer. When the when the chips are down, he plays well. He moves the ball. He won back to back national champions. He's he is the greatest quarterback in Georgia football history. I, I don't see another option. I don't see another, you know, I don't see another candidate. Um, people say Matt Stafford, but that's because they're painted. They're tainted by what Matt Stafford was in the pros. Jake Fromm had a really great career, but there's it, it, it nothing where close to Stetson Bennett's. Um, but they have to replace Stetson Bennett now. Now, Stetson Bennett is, from the looks of it, a very replaceable player. And um, Kirby Smart has not typically recruited the quarterback position extremely well. But Todd Munkin being the offensive coordinator, as long as he stays... You've got a really good shot to keep that thing going, Um, just as good, just as dynamic. And the rest of college football is going to have to adapt. Kirby Smart has been winning the talent acquisition wars for years, and finally he's gotten to a point where he is just dominating uh, in a way that doesn't seem changeable. Now we all know, we all thought this about Nick Saban for a while, and uh, that didn't last forever either. So uh, although it feels like we're going to get another wave of Nick Saban greatness after what David Pollock uh, said right next to nick saban on the college game day set i think at halftime or 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 in the post game i'm not i don't quite can't quite remember but just said that um it's georgia and oh they're a young team and they, they can still they can still um they're gonna be right back in this next year and for years to come this isn't a problem it's going away and now they're like the new best team in college football paraphrasing of course nick saban didn't look too happy about that so i mean i love it because then more more competitive fire but yeah, Georgia wins back-to-back Um Great guy for Georgia. A wonderful season for TCU. It really is truly a shame that this, probably the best team in football school history, does not actually have a championship to its name. Didn't win the Big 12 championship. Does have a playoff win. Amazing. First Big 12 playoff win ever. Only one so far. But doesn't have a championship to show for it, and that is true. That is sad, but ultimately, an amazing season, amazing players. Um, they just... They couldn't match up and I, there's no shame in that in my opinion in regards to the players because it's not really on them um but at the same time it's got it's got to suck but magical season tcu truly and um congrats to georgia on winning a national championship in my home, oh, new the place where I live in Los Angeles, which it has been raining here for like days now. It feels like Florida. It's crazy. Um, and I feel like that is uh, college football came to town and uh, decided to impose its will for a little bit of rain. Um, and that's uh, at least makes me feel at home a little bit. But um, ultimately, interesting season of college football ends with Georgia winning another one. I joked early in the season that when Tennessee looked like they might win the national championship that I could – I didn't know what I was going to do if Tennessee won a national championship the year after Georgia wins theirs. Um, I will accept it. I was like – well, I said I, ca- I can accept Georgia winning another one because they already they already broke my back on that one. So what's just another one? Um, but now that it's here, it feels kind of crappy as a Florida fan. But ultimately, amazing season by the Georgia Bulldogs. Hats off. Um, Kirby Smart, you're – if you keep it up at this pace, there's going to be a conversation coming up soon because um, obviously you can't. You're not going to pass Nick Saban in the career statistic for a long time, but right now Kirby Smart might is George is the best team in the country. They have been for two years. They've been one of the best teams in the country for multiple years. Um, he's going to have a chance to tack that best in the country, best in the country currently. On his resume, if he keeps this up, and all signs point to the fact that he can, I'm interested to see a save and resurgence. And I'm also interested to see Sergio's thoughts on these games, but unfortunately we have to report separately, as you all know. Um, and that is unfortunate. But uh, I'm very interested to be listening to them. Regardless, incredible season of college football. Hats off to the TCU Horn Frogs. Um, Hypnotoad was fun all the way to the end. And uh, even when, I mean, this is a, this is kind of a boring game to watch in the second half, but that's that's neither here nor there. But excellent season. Uh, and speaking of excellence, um, our bull pickem pool, uh, we finally have a true declared champion for our uh, Capital One Bull bowl Mania Bull bowl Pickem Pool. Uh, Ryan Urquhart, Bull uh, Bull Gator himself, will be joining us in the offseason to discuss a topic of any of his choice. I am very i'm looking forward to this i am very excited um especially just to hear his voice but yeah i'm very excited i am also um excited to uh have raul and alexa on for their own episodes um very excited to see raul's takes on college football expansion and whatnot and you know i i am due for a reckoning whenever alexa gets on the podcast because uh i've been a i've been a ucf doubter i will say um And I'm sure I will get a talking to, and that is okay. I probably deserve it. Um, but I'm very excited to hear them again. It sucks that we have to end kind of our, the college football regular season on a separate note, me and Sergio, but truly our sixth season doing this podcast, another great one for the books. Um, this is the best sport in the world. And even though I'm in Los Angeles where they only really appreciate it when USC is good. Um, uh, wouldn't want um, to be covered in the sport in any other way. Um, that being said, uh, looking at the rundown here, Sergio says he has, uh, to keep an eye on our Twitter, he has, he'll has he announce next week's episode on there. And uh, he also sent me a message in Invisible ink um, that I'm going to be reading after I finish recording this. So um, I'm very interested to find out what that is. But, yes, uh, great game. I mean, I wish... I was so hoping to have to come in here and um, record and talk about schematic aspects and different things of like how Georgia won or how TCU pulled the off the upset. And really there's only one thing to say. And that was that Georgia dominated. And so it kind of sparked a larger comments on, you know, the large scale of college football. But um, I've gone back to it a couple times now. Um, at least TCU didn't get a shout out, but uh, Georgia, incredible season. An incredible performance. And um, also SEC. I don't want to see the SEC hanging their coattails off Georgia's success. Like, and I also see a, p- a bunch of people saying, wow, uh, we we would have we beaten TCU. We're better than TCU just because their SEC team, I'm speaking mostly to Florida fans, put up a bigger fight than TCU. Please knock that off. All right, don't do that to yourself, guys. I, I, If you mean it as a joke, totally fine. But I know some people are serious, and I get just like, don't do that to yourselves. Don't torture yourselves. This is my last piece of advice for this season. But uh, coming up, it is now officially the offseason. We have multiple things to talk about, and I'm sure the uh, NFL draft will be coming soon. Although, I'm not as excited to talk about it this year because my NFL team is not uh, in the top ten of the draft, nor is Sergio's. Um, so... Well, Sergio's team doesn't really have a first-round pick. But um, a lot of exciting content coming for you guys this offseason. And uh, I'm excited to excited to be doing it with Sergio, hopefully in person next time. Um, but that's all for me uh, signing off. Um, I am not biased. Sergio's not biased. We are not biased. But go Gators. So Sergio sent me uh, something in Invisible ink that I need to read. Um, he said he told me to read it on air, so here it goes. I don't know what this could possibly be about, but here we go. Brock Purdy is 6-0 and as an NFL starter and could realistically be 10-0, 10-0 and a Super Bowl champion in one month's time. <laughs> oh, That is not at all what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> um, look... Uh, My only reaction to this, Sergio, is uh, do not give me hope. Please don't give me hope. All right. Look, my son, my boy, um, he's playing so well because he's in probably the best situation of any quarterback in the National Football League outside of Kansas City. But, um, and I'm really, he's unlocked George Kittle. And I am really hoping that it ends in a Super Bowl run because I will be validated. Just me, only me. That's all I care about. Um, And my Brock Purdy relapse will. Go in full swing, uh. But this, uh, <laughs> this is not at all what I thought you were gonna text me. <laughs> um. But yeah, um. Man, we could be living in a world where Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, and is like undefeated as a starter. Wow! If only he had been good in college, and we could have told you that this was a. Po- oh wait. Oh wait, he was. I'm kidding. I'm not gonna act like I knew he was gonna be good in the NFL. Uh, because that it that would be ridiculous. Um, but yeah, no, I I will be fervently um watching in the edge of my seat for Brock Purdy. I really hope that it, it would be quite a validation for all college football fans um to see Brock Purdy uh and the success. Um so here's hoping to him. And uh, thank you, Sergio. I really needed that that reminder, it's good it's something to look forward to. Although I'm OK with him going nine and one and losing to my Jacksonville Jaguars when we when we go to the Super Bowl, because that's totally happening. Um, all right. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, thank you Sergio, for that. I really that was a, that was a good pick me up.